All jokes aside, all jokes aside, yeah. And welcome to this episode of Mr. and Mrs. All jokes aside. So, Nick. So, Natalia. It's been a week. It's been a depressing week. It's been a depressing week. I can fully understand. I I don't know if this is too late. For me to admit this, but I can fully understand, as much as I love to watch the news, Yeah, I can fully understand why you hate it. You understand, you're getting... I, you're, I know why people hate it. Yeah, but I, you're, you're understanding now why I always I, shout at you when the news is on. I, I understand, not just that, but I understand, it's important to have the news, it is, but I do understand how, you're not the only one, by the way, so many people are just... <laughs> head up with everything at the moment. Yeah, it's horrible at the moment. It really, really is horrible. It's, but, a, it's a good and it is important to have the news, but, but at it's, the same it's, time... It's the constant news, right? Because I remember there was a point in lockdown where um, you would literally, every second, every, true, yeah. every chance you got, you'd put the news on. And blame my nan on that one. Well, blame my dad on that one as well, because my dad does the same thing, but I don't do it, Nick. But recently, I've not bothered with the news as much. Well, it's because we've been way too tired. Anyway, before we start our episode and before we get into it, I just want to say that, um, you know, in the next couple of episodes, we've got something really exciting coming up. We're going to be talking to two girls um, from, they're called the Brain Tumor Twins. Um, their story is amazing. Um, yeah. Without going too much into it, basically, they're, they're two best friends who yeah. um, found that they had the exact same brain tumour. Um, What's the chances of that? I mean, we'll the talk chan- about it later. The chances are slim to none. That is like remarkable. It, anyway, so they're trying to fundraise um, for more awareness over brain mm. tumours, especially the non-malignant brain tumours. Anyway, so we're going to be talking to them in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have an episode for you guys on that. Um, but just to say, if you can check them out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, they're at the Brain Tumour Twins. Um, they're doing a really good uh, fundraiser giveaway at the moment in order to raise funds. It's not that expensive. Mm. Um, you know, we'll be donating to that as well. Mm. And, and and we'll also be donating a prize to the raffle. There's also something I do want to add to the show. Um, the topic we're talking about tonight is going to be sensitive. But what I want to add is most of the episodes, it does end up being a debate between... Me and Natalia, and the listeners as well. Some some listeners will agree with Natalia. Some listeners will agree with me. What I just want to add in is everyone will have their own different opinions and everyone's allowed to have their opinions. But I will not sit back and let people start hating, as in creating a hate campaign or just basically being horrible about something. Because that's not what we're doing yeah. on this show. We, we're just expressing... We're expressing the way that we feel. We're trying to come to an understanding, a better understanding, because there are some things that Nick knows more about than I do. There's some things that mm. he know, I know more about than he does. And we try to educate each other through this show. Yeah. All of our own viewpoints are our own. Yeah. That we, no one, anyone who comes onto our show, some of them don't agree with half of the stuff that we say. But they come onto the show in order to express or to, you know, have a platform to speak about the things that they care about. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean that they agree 100 percent with everything that we've ever said on the show at Mm. all. It doesn't mean that we agree with everything that they say necessarily about things in their other parts of their life. Yeah. We're all individual beings. All of us are entitled to have our opinion. Exactly. 100 percent. But there's a difference from listening and understanding. Yeah. And then just 
being so rude and arrogant. Like, yeah, that's that. I think, that, I think that's the best way there. to explain that slogan is, you know, we try to educate, we don't like yeah. perpetuate hate. Yeah. And we try to educate ourselves as well. Yeah, like, exactly. we, there's some stuff that I, you know, I'm dead against. And, you know, I'm dead for. Really bad choice of words. There. It's really bad choice of words, isn't it? Yeah. I've just, that's not even a joke. I didn't even mean yeah. to put it in that sentence. Yeah. But, you know, there's stuff that, that I agree with that Natalia completely disagrees with. And again, that's fine. But I just wanted to yeah. add that in. Because... So I think we're, like, we're going to skip the bit where we normally talk about our weeks because I think that that would trivialise kind of the conversation yeah. that we're about to have. Um, now, obviously, a lot of people um, in the UK would have heard of it, but if you're outside of the UK and you're not aware of it, um, Sarah Everard is the, the case that we're going to be speaking about today um, and all the kind of things that happened around her disappearance and her death. Um, she was obviously quite brutally murdered. They found her body last week. Um, her family obviously are aware of this fact. And um, the trial is um, happening in October of the guy that they think is the person who did it. Now, um, it sparked off a lot of debates across the the UK, across the world, especially across Twitter. You know, the two um, hashtags that were trending the most last week were hashtag not all men mm. and um, hashtag... Um, some, there was something about Meghan Markle anyway. So, But we're not talking about Meghan Markle no, because this is not about yeah. her. This is about Sarah Everard <coughs> and the issue that women do face in this country and probably a lot more countries than just this one. Yeah. Now, I'm also going to talk a little bit about um, the answer that black Twitter have had to, to this case. Now... Um, one of the things that have come up as an issue, I'm just, I'm just giving like a bit of an idea I'm before we, before we head into it. Yeah, I know what one, you're going to say. One of the things that have come up as an issue, oh, <laughs> take it off. Um, one of the things that have come up as an issue um, is the fact that a lot of black women um, who have either di- um, bleh, disappeared or been killed quite mm. on, on, like obviously it's not great to be killed at all, um, have not had as much media attention as Sarah Everard. Now, mm. I understand the point that's being made. I just don't think that now is the time to make that point in the sense of, um, yes, it is a point that needs to be made. And when, not when the dust is settled, Mm. but when the family has had a chance to grieve Sarah Mm. Everard, then you say, but what about the other black women that have gone missing? Because, so for example, um, the two cases that are the most prominent now at the moment, are those two black girls who um, were killed in Wembley Mm. and the police took pictures with their bodies and shared it on their WhatsApp group. Mm. Uh, And the second one is that 21-year-old black girl who went missing at the seaside, yeah. Um, And her body was found mysteriously. Um, So that's kind of like the the overarching, um, how do I say, the overarching theme of our show tonight. Mm. Um, they've obviously, trigger warnings for everyone who's listening, obviously murder, um, kidnapping, sexual abuse, mm. um, just abuse in general, um, and uh, bereavement. Those mm. are the kind of trigger warnings that we will also put in our post so that people who listen are aware that you might get triggered by this episode. Yeah. I've, um, I'm have i glad you brought Black Twitter up. Um, I've... Sorry, guys. I kind of got to disagree with you. In a, yes, it's it's all about timing, bringing up part uh, cases from the past. But what really frustrates me 
is the way people are using this poor girl's death. Now, when I say using, now remember what with protesters now, I have seen it with my own eyes. Like I said to you the other day. Yeah. Um, I've seen it with my own eyes. Why now? Why now? Yes, it's been happening for such a long time. Innocent women have been... So when you say why now, what, what exactly are you referring why to? Why are so many people... Why is stuff like this being brought up now? So, the re- um, so sorry, just to answer your question, because yeah. I, I feel like you might tangent off, mm. and I just want to answer your question from, mm. from my perspective anyway. Um, it's the same thing that happened with George Floyd last year, mm. right? Um it had been happening. It happens still to this day that mm. black people are unfairly killed. Um, that black people are unfairly killed um, at the hands of the law, right? And then obviously everyone jumped on that bandwagon. And I know I'm not even going to call it a bandwagon, but everyone jumped on that cause at that moment in time, um, and which was great in a way because it now was that was the time to get people to listen Mm. someone had recorded it it's like what will smith said last year this is not the first it's not revolutionary that this is happening happening it's just that it's it's being recorded Mm. and i think that that's the same with the sarah everard thing right women go missing in this country every day Mm. like there are probably women since she passed away and was brutally who, who are missing right but the coverage that they gave to her because of her boyfriend, because of her friends, the coverage that they got on mm. social media. And also you have to remember everyone is at home at the moment. Mm. So everyone is looking on their computers all the time. Had this happened two or three years ago, we probably would never have, for number one, found her potential killer. Number two, probably wouldn't have found her body, mm. right? But because of the way that we're all at home, we're all in our houses. So we, you know, someone steps outside, the entire government knows that that person's mm. outside, you know. Um, we're in an age now where I didn't, I, had only, I only saw it because one of my friends shared it saying that she was missing. And I was like, oh, okay, that's really strange. Um, and, I, and I reshared it, but that, that was about it. Mm. That was about it. Um, but it's because we're all at home. That's why it's becoming such a big thing now. And a lot of black people are jumping on it mm. because people haven't been listening because when those two girls went missing in Wembley and they found their bodies... I'm like, I they, agree no, but, that they jumped... I'm no, 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 but hear me, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Sorry. I, I, let me just finish this point, this one point. Mm-hmm. When, when that happened in Wembley, mm-hmm. the entire, like, black community jumped on it and were like, why is nothing being done? Mm-hmm. The same thing with that, that woman who got spat on in Victoria Station. Mm-hmm. Jumped on it, nothing was done. Mm-hmm. It's only now that people are starting to care about what happened to Sarah Everard that they feel, okay, well, we're going to jump on it again mm. because we can't let them not be heard. Yeah. And this is the thing. Yes, at the same time, people shouldn't be... What? How, how, how can I word it? Basically, I do agree with the black community. And I'm sorry to say, even though... You don't have to be sorry to say it. They're not used, no, 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 I'm talking about... I'm sorry that... How, how, how can I word it? It's wrong that they are using... Everyone's using this poor girl's death. But at the same time, at the same time, what is really frustrating, and mm. I'm going to go into my next uh, yeah. rant now, I want to ask you something. I want to ask you a question. Okay. Yeah? Do you want to finish what you were just about to say, though? No, 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 I, I wouldn't say it. I don't blame them for bringing up yeah. the past. 
because well, it's, yeah, something it's, it's has the to be not, done. It's the not so. It's not. Yeah. It's not a distant past. Re- it's a recent past. Like I've always said, regardless of what color you are, every woman has the right to feel safe. Yeah. Every woman has the right to wear whatever they want, regardless of what people think of it or not. If a woman wants to wear a skirt or whatever, they have the right to. Yeah. No one, no one, man or woman, has the right to touch what they are not allowed to touch. Yeah. If someone says no, it means no. Um, I'm going to say two names to you. Right. One's a real name and one's a nickname. Yeah. Dr. Shipman. Yeah. We all know Dr. Shipman. Yeah. He was uh, the elderly doctor who killed... Wow. I can't even remember yeah. how many Countless, victims. yeah. We've got the angel of death. Yeah. Which the uh, the woman killed all those innocent babies. Such a... I still remember that story to the actual day. Yeah. Why do you think the police are have are getting this m- so much aggro now, but when someone who is in a complete different job, for example, Doctor Shipman, no one protests about doctors. No, in in fact, not one person. You know what, what, it, what? Why do you think it's the police now? So you know what I think it is, Nick. In mm. all honesty, I think it's that it's too much that's been happening with the police over these past year and a half, yeah. right? Too much has been happening with the police. Mm. First, we've got you know the police brutality around black people, you know the George mm. Floyd issue, especially also in this country, the amount of people who've died in police custody mm. as a result, and now this where it's, and again, another person who's meant to protect us. Yeah. People were outraged by Dr. Shipman, mm. but they know that it's not every doctor, right? However, because it's been, it's not, unfortunately, what's his name? Wayne Cousins, mm-hmm. is that his name? Yeah. Unfortunately, he is not unique in the way that he has treated this woman in the sense that he's been brutal to a woman and caused her death, if it comes out that he is the person who killed mm. her, right? There are so many police officers who've also brutally murdered people in custody. And so it's always been, you know, shipped under the door. You know, those two women who were found in Wembley, um, it was police who found them and took pictures of their bodies Mm. and shared it onto their group WhatsApps with their mates. Mm. And if it wasn't for their mates, one of them friends having a conscience, no one would have ever known. That kind of stuff goes under the radar mm. all the time. And now people are saying about the police, it's enough, enough is enough. Now, I'm not saying it's all police at all. Yeah. And unfortunately, because of the, the uniform that they wear, they get branded as the same. Now, I wasn't old enough when Dr. Shipman happened, but mm. I think I vaguely remember that there was some kind of a sense, like this is why a lot of um, doctors have escorts now. Mm. When you go into a doctor's office, you're asked if you're, if you um, would like someone to be in there with you when they're examining you, right? Um, it's why you're always held accountable. It's why there is so much red tape in in, in the NHS nowadays that there wasn't before. Mm. So I don't think that they were treated any differently to the, how the police are being treated now. I just think that we're living in a different age where social media is apparent and a really, really big part of the way that people now see the world. See, I, I, 100%, I see where you're coming from. However, Wayne Cousins, yes, he was a police officer, but in my opinion, yeah. he doesn't represent the Metropolitan no, Police. No, and I, I agree and with you. And what I've seen, what I've seen with the protesters, yeah. yeah, for example, Clapham Common, yeah. it's supposed to be a friendly, um, what's the word? Not protest. Um, 
vigil, vigil, yeah. vigil, yeah. Obviously, we're in lockdown. Yeah. Yes, it's very sad what happened. People came and the police said, guys, we're not allowed to do this. Okay, it, it's, it's rubbish yeah. that they said that, but unfortunately, it's the law. Yeah, but... All they was... Oh, no, no, no. Okay. All they said was they, the police showed up and that's when... It started. Yeah, but now, all these celebrities going, the women were shoved, the women... What I've seen, where I work, guys, the other... No, no, I'm sorry. The other day, I saw people abusing people. I saw people abusing men. And if, and if you must... And if you want to know that, I've not... I, I didn't tell you. I weren't going to say anything. But I was one of those men. On my break, going to work. I got shouted at by a group of women. Yeah, but Nick, I, so I understand what you're saying and obviously I don't condone their behaviour at all. But when you see the statistic that 96% of women in this country have been abused, raped in some kind oh, of way. Oh, it's horrific. I'm, no, I'm not it's horrific, disagreeing right? with I, the... I understand that you're not disagreeing with that, right? But have you ever been so... In, like, for example, right? Have you ever been so enraged by something that you've posted it on Facebook? It, like, uh, you've posted a rant on Facebook? Oh, yeah, we all have. Right. So these women, right, went to Clapham Common and they went there in order to... Um, Obviously, they, it started out as a peaceful, peaceful vigil, oh. right? And it wasn't until it got later at night that it started to get rowdy. Now, imagine, right, being a woman who has been attacked previously or has known someone who's been attacked because, you know, it's literally every single person, hmm. uh, pretty much every single person knows at least five other women who've been attacked or hmm. raped, right? At least, at the very least, that's like the, the lower end of the scale. Now, imagine you're standing in Clapham Common where this girl has gone missing already, hmm. You're standing there with your friends and you're trying to conduct a peaceful vigil. And then you see that, okay, they're not touching you, but you see the police force gathering around you. It's going to stir something up inside. Like even me now just talking about it, it's stirring something up inside of me because it reminds me, me personally, and obviously I'd, I'll go, I won't go into it, but mm. obviously, you know, you know my story, right? And it mm. reminds me personally of that feeling of being trapped, mm. right? And when you're like that, it's very difficult to think logically because number one, it's triggering for you. Mm. It's triggering in the sense that you're like, what if they do it to me? Mm. Number two, you also feel angry because you're like, you guys, one of yours, one of yours is the problem here. Mm. And you coming and surrounding us like this is like you're protecting him. Mm. So I can understand like fully and honestly, like, to the point where my blood boils, like mm. I can feel it in I'm, my face. I, listen, no, but, listen, I understand I, the mistrudge. No, uh, and trust I can them understand. I get it. And I can understand but, why they would. No, but I can understand why they would. Then Nick mm. probably feel like they had to defend themselves, even though they had there was nothing physically happening to them where they had to mm. defend them. I can understand why they think that they would, and that anger has got to go somewhere. So no, I don't agree with you that it was disgusting what they did to mm. them. I, I I do agree that obviously it shouldn't have gotten to that point. It's disgusting that people are shouting at innocent people though. Yeah, but I'm Nick, sorry. Yeah, that, yeah, that, but that, I, I'm... Nick, Nick, have you never shouted at an innocent person ever in your life? And I, you can't say no to this because I know that you have. Well, I most probably have. Yeah, but I felt bad afterwards. Not really. Not most of the time. Most of the time, you say you don't feel bad about these things. 
Like, I have felt bad, though. But also, what I'm trying to say to you is that in that moment, you know, number okay, number one, in that moment, you have shouted at these people or you have gotten angry, and that's fair enough. Mm. That is up to you. Yes, you may feel remorse now, but you still did it. Are you don't telling hate me, me with the same brush, though. But are you telling me? That, no, but are you telling me that those people who did it don't feel remorse now, after the fact? Are you so, are you that, saying that the people that were shouting at men? Walking past, yeah. minding their own business. They may feel bad about it now, but we don't know them. So we don't know whether they do or not. Yeah, but they don't know the men who they're shouting at. Yeah, but this is what I'm trying to say. No, but, but this you, is what I'm trying yeah, to say. You don't, but you don't know... When you shout at people, for example, you don't know a lot of the times from Adam what they're going through. Like everyone through. does. Like, like everyone, yeah. yeah. So how can you paint them with that brush if you're not painting yourself with that brush? Uh, that's that's an interesting point, but I have a right to feel angry and upset. Yeah, about you do it. have a right to feel angry, yeah. but you can't wine say cousins, that they're disgusting. Wine cousins does not represent, in my opinion, it doesn't represent the Met, the, the Met Police. Yes, I understand. There's a lot of trust issues. There's a lot of anger. There's everything going there. But what angers me more is the police are okay. The police are here to help the public. That is what they do. Yeah. If you there is so much hate for the police, who are you going to go? And this is my question as well. This is just right, question. Where are people going to go if someone tries to break into the house? What? No, 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 no. What's the first thing that everyone, even the people that don't like the police, what's the first thing okay, that let people me, do? Let me, let me turn that question back on you, right? Okay. okay. Say there is no other option for you mm -hmm. than to go to think of one person in your life who you absolutely despise mm -hmm. and there is no other option anywhere for you to go apart from to them to get help right you would go to them in the case so for example i'm not going to say anything mm -hmm. but remember a few weeks ago when there was something happening here yeah 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 and, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you remember that that thought went through your head and mm. the only reason why you didn't do it is because you had other options okay I, I see. I, I, so I see. see I see what you mean, but I'm still sticking to my opinion. Though. Okay. Well, that's that's fine. That's your stubbornness. Yeah. No, 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 but it is your stubbornness. I just, listen, listen. I think, and I'm listen. Like like I said on my posts, and I'm gonna try and remember it now. So bear, but so bear, bear with me, guys. Yeah. I understand that with what's going on now, there are going to be a lot of people. Telling men how to act, yeah? Now, I'm going to level with you. I think the fact that some men have to be told that so-and-so's wrong, so-and-so... I don't really understand it. I don't understand why them men have to be told. Because, and again, not everyone's like me, but as I, as I was growing up, as I was being brought up, I knew straight away what was wrong. Like, I knew groping a woman was always wrong. Hence why I'd never done it. I know that kidnapping women or kidnapping people was wrong. So why is it that men older than me are being told, oh, educate yourself, educate yourself, when really, technically, maybe, they're, maybe they are right. Maybe some men... Oh, no, actually, no, not even maybe. Some men do need to be educated, 100%. Yeah, because with me, if like I said, if I'm on the train, I understand not every female in this country knows me. Yeah, I do come across intimidating. I do come across scary. Is that woman's right to get up and go off the train and wait for the other train? 100%. But you know there's going to be someone there 
who's going to be offended by that. Nick, I think you're making about five or six different points in one go. And I'm going to try and keep a level head with this because obviously I don't want it to get into like a, a shouting match. No, or no, no, shouting no, no, match. Hear me, hear me out. Let me, can I just finish? Sorry. <clears throat> so what I'm, so the, what I'm going to say in response to what you've just said mm-hmm. is, okay, yes, not all women do know you, right? Mm. And the, yes, you can probably come across as quite scary, especially if someone was walking down a dark yeah. alley on their way home and they saw you, you know, hood up, da, 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 da. And... Yes, it is that woman's right to go another way. However, that's fixing, that's like putting a plaster over a crack, right? Because that's fixing the symptom and not the illness itself. Right. Now, the symptom is that men um, statistically attack women. Obviously, Women get uh, attack men as well, but statistically, more women get attacked by men than men get attacked by women. So let's talk about that fact. Now, where a man attacks a woman, regardless of whether it's down an alley or you know in a dark place or in a carriage on their own, regardless of all that fact. In fact, even if it's just in broad daylight, if someone's walking too close to you, yeah. to me specifically, I do tend to feel quite fearful of it. Right now. What needs to change is that narrative. What needs to change is that men need to stop attacking women. Because if all men stopped attacking women, all men who attack women, so basically if all men who attacked women Mm -hmm. stopped attacking women, women would feel safe enough to be in that carriage with you and not have to worry about having to get off. What is wrong in that, it's not you, it's that the fact that that woman has to get off Mm. In order to feel safe, mm. oh, no, she should be able to. Yeah, she should be able to feel safe. She should be able to feel safe and ride that train. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say to you is not that you're the problem. Yeah. But unfortunately, your gender stereotype yeah. and the men who have made your name bad yeah. in that sense, the name of men bad, are to blame. Yeah. Because then you need to check yourself every single time that you're around a woman. Yeah. So what needs to happen is that those men are the ones who need to fix themselves in order to be in the position where, as a a world, women aren't scared of being around men. There's one thing I don't understand. Well, there's, listen, it's, this is a tough, tough um, uh, topic because I know there's a lot of angry people. I know that some people won't agree with me with what I've said tonight. But the one thing I do agree is yes women need to feel safe women has the right a woman has the right to wear what she wants to 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 do what she wants and she also has the right to feel safe now men like myself we both know some decent men some good decent men yeah what we can do and this i'm talking to the listeners now what we can do is yes you can't really you can't go up to a stranger as in, you can't go yeah. up to a woman and go, don't worry, I'm not going to attack you. That just made them even more nervous. Yeah, exactly. But what I tend to do in my profession, I'm very observant. So I know when something's not right, especially in... Sorry, guys. That's right, go on, carry on, that's fine. Like, you know, especially in my profession, you know when something is not right with the situation. Yeah, but... Yeah, but also, I right, don't there are, understand. There are, there are people in your profession, for example, right, who 
have probably, I'm not saying in your job, I'm saying mm. in your profession, right? Yeah. There are people in your profession who that have, have committed crimes. Committed like, oh, crimes yeah. and probably abused their power in that sense, yeah. right? And, you know, your particular profession is made mm. so that people feel sa- safe. Mm. The minute that someone in that profession does something completely against that idea of feeling safe, yeah. it makes everyone question, well, are these people safe? So I understand what you're saying about the idea that if someone were to knock on the door, um, you, you go, actually, I'm, I'm safe, so don't worry about me. Or you would have got to a woman and say, you know, I'm safe, don't worry about me. Mm. I can understand why, obviously, it wouldn't work because there have been people, again, in your profession who have probably done things to the mm. contrary that don't make them feel safe. Do you trust the... Uh, there's a, another question after this question. Right. Do you trust the police? No. Okay. Gone. And that is, is another question. So you know how the media portrays priests and fi- and yeah and and vicars. Yeah. Now we know not all priests and vicars are child abusers. Yeah. Do you trust priests and vicars? There are some that I trust and some mm. that I don't. There are some that I trust and there are some that I don't. And that is the reason why there's a lot of safeguarding where the church is concerned, right? There is a lot of safeguarding that has now been put in place. So what Nick is referring to for all of, for those of you who aren't aware of it or who've been living under a rock for I don't know how many years, in 2008, there was a big sex abuse crisis in the Catholic church where it came out that a lot of priests, and and it keeps coming up kind of like every two or three years, where a lot of priests basically took advantage of... um, well, took advantage of their parishioners mm-hmm. um, and, and abused them. A lot of a lot of women got abused. A lot of boys got abused. And that's where like the the old age joke about choir boys, mm. you know, um, biting off the pope's penis comes from because mm. um, because that was one of the things that um, you know came out was that a lot of the choir boys tended to have been abused. Now, ever since then, which doesn't get reported very much in the mm. media the church has worked fearlessly and tirelessly, at least on the ground level, right? Mm. So in parishes, especially in the UK, the church has worked on getting people to a point um, where safeguarding is in place. Now, safeguarding is where everyone's had DBS checks. Everyone who works with children has had DBS checks. Mm. Um, Everyone who works in the parish with the elderly and the vulnerable also has had those checks done. Mm. And, um, you know, they get... And everything that's kind of dodgy gets reported there and then. Mm. So, though I don't feel safe with all priests, Mm. I do feel safe in the knowledge that that care has been put in place. Right. Now, where the police are concerned, Mm. it's very difficult to police every single different person. And if it's you Mm. and a police officer in a dark street and there are no cameras around and that police officer doesn't have their badge with the camera on, that police officer can get away with anything. Do you know what is actually quite scary? And, and I'm going to throw this out to all the women that are uh, listening to this show. Um, we've had we had a couple of instances where we've had people saying that there's someone dressed up as a police officer. Now, when you have someone dressed up as a police officer in a really scary way, sometimes you can't tell the difference. Yeah. Like they sell, and this has to... This has to be a stop. Like someone, something has to stop this. Someone, there's. You can go on to websites like eBay, eBay and Amazon, and you can get a full police uniform. That you can but get the whole. Why, but that's and, why when that happens. Sorry, just to all the 
ladies and men out there. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I'm, you ask for their badge number yeah, and yeah. the police station that they report to. Because you have got the right to do that. Yeah. So if any police officer says to you, oh, blah, 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 no, you have the right yeah. to ask for their badge number. Basically, you have the right to ask for their information as well, personally, yeah. just to make you feel a little bit safe. But this is the other thing as well. Like, obviously, for women now, women are very fearful of the police force, which mm. I completely understand. But the funny... Not funny thing, but the thing, the strange thing for me is that nothing has changed in terms of the fear that I feel. Mm. And this is kind of going back onto the whole um, black Twitter thing, right? Yeah. Where I can understand why they're, they are outraged about it mm. because it's, okay. it's not another, it's another thing. Mm. Like for me as a black woman, it's another thing that I now have to be scared of. Whereas before it was mainly just that I was black, which obviously is a big thing. Mm. Um, now it's I'm black and I'm a woman. Hopefully they'll never... But, like, the fact that, you know, obviously I'm shielding at the moment, but the fact that I have to think twice about going out of the house because people... Like, you know, that time when I got robbed uh, when I was taking Noah out of Asda, mm. that kind of stuff. It's it, You know, you should be able to feel safe. It doesn't have to be abuse in terms of sexual abuse or murder, but you should be able to feel safe in your own home and in your own area. Like, you know, our issue with that mm. thing there, I'm not going to say what it is, just in case people are listening and know where we live, but that thing there... Yeah. Um, that, today, I was actually quite fearful about that because, obviously, I heard the bottom going yeah. and I was like, well, I think it's... I yeah. think it's that, yeah. but actually... Could it be something else? Yeah. That kind of stuff shouldn't have to run through my mind. Do you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because in a really selfish way, I spoke to a friend of mine who is a black woman. And she was basically saying that... So she, she, she's with this white guy. And, he, and she basically said to me, he fears for my life every day I leave the house. Yeah. Now, she said, I keep telling him that's no way to live. She was thinking that I was going to side with her. Yeah. And I looked at her and I went, listen, I don't blame him one little, at one bit. Listen, I know, I, I, in a really selfish way, this month, I'm kind of glad that you're shielding. Like, in, in a sense that I know yeah. you're safe. Yeah. I shouldn't. I should not. Be thinking that way, but this is. I shouldn't have to worry about. I want to worry about you because you're a woman. But this I is. I worry about you because you're also a black woman, and I shouldn't. Yeah, but this is my. This is my. This is my big point, right? Especially about the whole black Twitter thing. I understand that there is this anger, and I understand that there is this need for justice. However, mm. like there's one particular person, and I'm gonna. I, I don't think she'll ever listen to our. Um, our podcast and I really hope that she doesn't because it will start like World War Three. But anyway, I'm gonna tell you her name. Her name is Kalechi Okafor, mm. right? She has a podcast called Say Your Mind Podcast. If you do get a chance, listen to it because actually it's quite entertaining at times. But the, the my problem with her narrative mm. and the way that she goes about these things is that she comes across as very, very angry all the time. Yeah. But then she also always puts the onerous on on the white man or she, you know, she's always like blaming, blaming the white person for it. And yes, sometimes they they are to blame for sure. However, there is a need to educate 
rather than to just spew out hate. And where she stands in terms of how I feel now, mm. where she stands is that she tends to just spew out hate at the moment. And yeah. I understand, obviously, if you're angry about it. But for example, you know how angry I am about it, right? Obviously, yeah. it came out a little bit in this discussion. But my full, my full purpose is to help you understand better yeah. rather than to shut you down yeah. right because shutting someone down means that the conversation it's what the show about we're here to no, educate it also each means other that, but also from her point of view shutting someone down means that the conversation cannot continue mm. and it just turns into a slinging match <laughs> as opposed to Noah's very excited about the fact that I said slinging match um, as opposed to an actual discussion, discussion. Yeah. and you know no one no one learns there no one benefits from that, her there but then she because she's got such a loud voice in terms of her reach on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and the fact that she's interviewed by people like CNN and Good Morning Britain and BBC News and Sky News. All these people interview her. So she becomes the voice of the black of the black movement in this country. It's spread in hate. Yeah, and yeah. it spreads hate. And it also, then it becomes the idea that every single black person must think like her because she's clearly, she's clearly saying the voice, but actually there are those of us there are those of us um, who don't don't really take her point of view. Obviously, yeah. we are as upset about everything that's happened as she is, but we also understand that there is a need to educate instead of to just regurgitate this idea that you know, black good, white bad, because then we're just as bad yeah. as those people who say white good, black bad. Yeah. What what's the difference between us? And she's also been speaking about this Sarah Everard um, case. Um, and she's been saying, obviously, yeah, but what about all of these other black women who've gone missing? And I understand where she's coming from. I'm not saying that she can't say that. But she's basically, in a way, diminishing the death of Sarah to put over, to basically say that yeah, these girls, right. these that, girls that, lives matter more. And they all matter just the same. <laughs> yeah. I'm like one of those hashtag all lives matter. I'm not saying that, but... I'm just saying that it's not a case of trying to fight fire with fire. The only way to put a fire out is by using water. Mm. And that's, that, that's what I'm trying violence to get across. Violence creates violence. Yeah. You know, and I've always said, violence does create violence. But even violent words. Yeah. Like, and the, anyway. But, sorry, I'm going back to Wayne Cousins, who has been arrested. Yeah. Um, what, what I am seeing to sort of... I don't know if I'm, I'm missing something here. Yeah. But I feel like we're not being told as much about him and... We don't... Why? But why do we need to know? No, but okay. So you look at the likes of um, Ian Huntley. Yeah. Different... Yeah. To, I'm just, just, just bear with me. Yeah. Okay, he wasn't uh, a police officer. But you look at Ian Huntley. Within a week, we practically knew a lot about him when it all came Again, out. Again, I was... I've, feel like yeah, so on. I feel like that he's being protected and I this is where I understand why there's no trust in the police. I do understand. I but I feel like he's being protected from a source because why isn't much information coming out about him? So two things. I think possibly yes you are possibly right in the terms that he's being protected but I'm gonna just play devil's advocate now. Um he's ended up in hospital twice. Mm. And that's what I said. Custody. I'm not sure if I missed something. No, I don't so, know. So be, since being in custody, he's ended up in hospital twice. Mm. Um, it's very likely that other police officers have beaten him up to the point where he needs to be hospitalised because of what he did. 
Um, if that's the reaction of people who should be protecting him, can you imagine what the... Re and these are the people, obviously, these are people who know everything that happened. Yeah. Can you imagine the reaction of the public going mm. after his loved ones and everything like that? His loved ones are not to blame for what he did. Yeah. They, you have to protect them in that way, right? Ian Huntley, obviously, I was quite young at the time when it happened, so I don't quite remember everything. But I assume that at that time, the news wasn't as good or the, 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 the authorities weren't as good uh. at keeping things under wraps because there was a time where if something happened, everyone knew about it. Mm. And that did more damage than good because also then it, it tampers with the investigation. This All is right. still an ongoing investigation. And as such, they need to be strategic with releasing the information. Like, yeah. obviously, there was that woman who was possibly involved, possibly um, involved with Wayne Cousins and, you know, got lured Sarah, you know. The, but that isn't conclusive yet. They mm. don't have all the evidence to say that that is true. And in that situation, they can't then blurt it out. Yeah. Because it's like... Um, Can you imagine if it was true, then the amount of men that are saying all... Like, men matter... Or yeah. not, or not all men. Can you imagine, again, the backlash... But and listen, the, my, the... my main thing is, um, so my main thing with all of this is not to listen to the media about this and not to listen to what is put it's on social media. It's difficult, I think. It is difficult, yeah, but yeah. my main thing is to, to remember that because at the end of the day, right, at the end of the day, the most important thing is number one was that Sarah Everard's body was found, which it has been. So therefore her family can put her to rest, which is amazing because not many people get that opportunity. The second thing that is really important to remember is that someone's opinion on social media is not a fact. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I'm trying to stay away from it because I, for me, first and foremost is that she's laid to rest and that she's able to finally rest, right? She died in a horrific way and her soul, her being, whatever you want to call it, needs to be at rest now. Yeah. Yeah. And that, for me, is the most amazing thing. I think... The main, the main thing, sorry, not the most amazing thing. You know, I, of course, I feel sorry for Sarah, but I think my heart, my heart goes out to all her loved ones, 100%. But I can't, as a father myself, I cannot imagine, and it even it's getting to me now, I can't imagine what... Her pet. I'm putting myself yeah. in that position right now, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I'm trying to. There's a word for it. I'm trying to put myself in that father's position. I listen. I I don't know what they are feeling. I, n nothing good. Yeah, that's yeah. all I know. I cannot imagine. Yes, if it was me, I'm saying that I'd kill the person. But. The most in reality, if it happened, which it won't happen, if it happened, how would I react? I, you've lost a child. Yeah. No, ch no parent, regardless if you dislike them or, or regardless of what your if it's your enemy, no parent should bury their child. This is very true. No parent I, should. I just all I all I'm thinking of, Nick, really, and and this is another reason. <clears throat> you're right. Yeah. This is another reason why, for example, I'm trying to stay away from the social media of it and just concentrate on, <clears throat> you know, for me, for praying for her soul, that it, it has some kind of peace, right? Because the amount of people who, no one knows yet what happened to her in, in those last few hours of her life, right? No one knows, you know, she could have been brutally abused. We don't know. But 
unfortunately, obviously, she then obviously was murdered, right? I'm glad that she is able to be put to rest. And I'm very, very glad that her, her family are able to put her to rest. I wonder how many people who've been through similar situations mm. to her, who haven't died, but who've been through similar situations, have now opened that topic up with their parents. Because um, it's an important thing. For me personally, it's an important thing to share with your loved ones if you have gone through that, if you are in a, in a place where you are able to. Because I don't think that half of the people who exist in our lives know what we've been through, if that makes I've, sense. Yeah, I've... Um... I've not, I'm going to keep the names out 100%. I'm not going to even say the names. Um, I don't even think I've spoken to you about this. But someone has come up to me a few weeks ago and said that... Would they be happy with you? So even, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though you've not said yeah, names, yeah, yeah, yeah. have you we've, sure? Yeah, you we've sure? spoken. We not have they said that? Yes, it's okay I am not going to go into full detail. Okay, that's that's just, the I'm agreement. Just, yeah, 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 that's agreement. Someone's female friend, someone's female relative, was um, basically kept locked up in a flat by this group of men. Yeah, um, things happened. Now this person has always been a positive soul, yeah? yeah? And this person broke... When I say broke down, you know, person to person, all I want to do was hug them. Obviously... Yeah, I can't with COVID. We can't, yeah. yeah? And this person broke down so much. I think to myself, not just this person, but I think about Sarah's father. And this isn't... Guys, this isn't even about being a man. Forget about the gender just for this one moment, yeah? And I will say this live on there. Natalia won't agree with me on this part. Not many people would. But God forbid if anyone, anyone did this to our child, justice will only be, for me, justice will only be served until I finish with it. I feel like Sarah's parents will not be able to rest until justice is served. Now, the word justice, I've used that as a keyword, yeah? Because you said earlier about, you know, Sarah resting, her parents, all the whole justice thing, you know? Do you really believe that Sarah can be at rest now? Yes. Even though what happened... I get what you're saying, but even though what happened... Her parents are still living with it. They have to see that man's face in the in the media. You know, so they I'm have gonna... to see. I can't imagine. I get where you're coming from. I, I, I get it's where you're coming from. So... I was going to say. Let me let me just give you an example. Right, I, I know that it's not a it's not a modern day example, right? But it's an example. Mm. So um, obviously, in the Catholic Church, we have saints and everything like that. Now, my confirmation saint was Saint Maria Goretti. Mm. And Maria Goretti, she was 11 going on 12 um, when her family went to go and stay with like her, her local, like I think they were like um, local family friends, basically. So it'd be like if we went to go and stay with one of our family mm. friends, right? Yeah. And um, the parents had all gone for a walk with, um, and the, the son of 
one of the fam of the family that they were staying with, mm -hmm. the son was told to kind of like look after her and make sure she was okay. Um, he tried to rape her and she said no. And so he stabbed her, I think, 52 times. Um, hmm. And um, yeah, he stabbed her 52 times. And So this is a true story? This is a true story, okay. right? This is Maria Goretti. You can look her up on, mm -hmm. on, on the internet um, if you get a chance. Um, anyway, so she was in hospital and on her deathbed, because like, obviously they couldn't do anything to fix her. This was this was back in like nineteen twelve or something like that. Anyway, so it's a. And how old was she? She was eleven, going on twelve. Eleven, going on twelve. So, uh, Nathaniel's age, right? So it's worse when you say that. Sorry, I, I, no, no, sorry. no, no. I'm just it's trying just, to give you. No, a, no I, I get it. It's just yeah. worse when someone. So okay, yeah. okay, fine. So year seven. Yeah, yeah, year okay, seven, yeah, right? yeah. It's still just beginning crap, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and um her. He was arrested mm -hmm. as well. And so he was arrested at the house and she forgave him there and then and said, you know, I know that you're sorry. I know that you're sorry about it, right? Um, in the hospital, obviously they tried to save her. She said to her mum, who was there, you need to forgive this man, right? So she's basically gone out there and said, you have to do it. Now, it took her mum a very long time to get to a place where she could forgive him. I don't think I could. But, no, and, and, but this, this is the opinion, thing. My opinion, I know. No, 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 no. I wasn't even going to say it's your opinion, but like, this is the thing. If anything ever happened to Noah, I think that I would really struggle, right? right? But it's the same with that, the woman who I was speaking to you about before, the, the Holocaust woman, yeah. who was able to forgive the people who tortured her for years, right? So because that will give them, if you think about it on like just on the on the terms of the world, right? Let's not talk about faith for, for, mm -hmm. for a second. If you think about it in the terms of the world, just she was like, I'm just not going to let them live rent free in my head. That's why she forgave them. Now, in terms of faith, right? There have been things like, for example, you know my story, right? You know one of the things that happened to me, but that person I have forgiven, Right. And, 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 you know, you ask me who this person was all the time and I never tell you because it's not it's not for you to know because I've forgiven them, if that makes sense. Right. But it took me a long time to get to that place where I could forgive them. And but it makes me more able to, to live. It makes me more able to live. And with Maria Goretti, the fact that her mum was able to sit there with the guy who killed her. And talk to him and just you, that's that that for me is something that I would never be able to understand if I didn't have my faith I'd never be able to understand it but also I would never be able to do it if I didn't ask God for help and that's just me speaking from the point yeah, of view no, of my faith right because it's not something that we can do on our own yeah. it's not we cannot if if I were in Sarah Everard's mum's position I would never be able to forgive her killer on my on my own strength I, I don't know whether this is just... Well, I don't care if it is me just being arrogant because in this part, it, everything you've just said, I have taken it on board. But from my personal reasons and with the way I am, I could never, ever in a million years... Oh, the, whole forgive, the, the word forgiving shouldn't even... Be in that category. I. That's. I'm, I'm no, sorry. That's, that's that, that, that should. I yeah, don't not. I do so, not. I, I understand not, the I'm goodness. Not gonna, I'm not going to attack you. I, and I, no, I know. I know. I understand the good side of what's her name. Sorry, Maria Gretti. Yeah, I understand her being 
obviously a good-hearted person. But I just, I don't, Nick, I don't I'm, understand why people forgive. Listen, all I'm gonna I say, don't understand. This song's like, all I'm going to say is I just hope that you're never in that position. I hope I'm not in that because I don't think I would No, no, but no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I just hope, you know, regardless, of, I just hope that we, we as a I'm family not in that position, are yeah. never in that position where we have to even think about that. Mm. That's what I hope personally, because again, I can say it now. But I know how long it took me the last time, mm. right, to get to a place where I could forgive someone who'd done so many atrocities to me. I don't know that I could do that again without mm. serious help, you know? Um, so I really do. My hope is that we never have to go through that. And my hope is that somehow her parents find it in their hearts to, to forgive not necessarily to, to say, you know, you're all right, mate, let's go and have a cup of tea with each other, but genuinely just to let, fine, let it go. Not, not, not forgive, but let it go so that they can also move on with their lives. And because the most important thing is that, that she isn't going through pain anymore. And if they do forgive, that's their decision. Exactly. And this is the, as much as I, as much as many people won't understand it, do me a favour, guys, whoever you're, if, if you're listening to this or not, yeah, don't go slag them off social media. Yeah, respect their wish, because you are not in that position. Yeah. And this is what I've always said, yeah. Okay, what you've, you know, I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, you're stupid for what you've done, or so I can yeah. forget the poor girl's name. Maria uh, yeah, she Because we have not been in that position. I just don't understand the whole thing, because I know... Quite a lot of females, not, not been in that position, but have has had experiences of things done to them. And I've seen the hurt. I've seen the heartbreak. I have seen the mental health side of it. That is why I'm like, how yeah, can Nick, you forget? No, no, yeah, no, 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 sorry. And I, and, and I understand what you're saying, but like... Yes, you've seen a lot of your friends who've been through that and have had really, really bad ramifications because of it. But you've also seen me. Now, I'm not saying I'm a saint at all and I'm not saying that I don't have my issues, but you've seen me as well and you've seen me go through part of it, right? You've obviously not seen all of it, but you've seen me go through part of it. You've seen me kind of come out the other side of it, right? And I think that... I'm not saying that you have to forgive and forget at all. I'm not saying that at all. When you're ready, when you're ready to, you will eventually. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that will come to you when you are ready, not when someone else tells you that you're ready, right? So what I'm trying to say to you is that you just... The best thing I can... The best advice I can give you is to not completely shut the door to the idea that you could possibly move on and let go. And not to say to your friends who've gone through that, not to let go of it. To say to them that I that you hope at some point they'll be able to let go of it and to live their lives. Because that person, whoever did those atrocities that, to them, should not be able to have that hold over them. They know that if they decided to forgive and that. Yes, I still won't understand it, but I'm I respect not, okay, it. I'm not, no, 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 I'm, not saying, I'm not saying the word forgive. I'm not saying the word forgive or, anymore. I'm just saying let go. Or, let, yeah, or, or, let, or even let go. I'd respect it. And I would try and understand. Again, I've not been in, in that position. Not many people. It's like, I'm sorry to bring it up. It's like abortion, yeah? 
I'll say men because scientifically, yeah, Can't. you know, but it's like that woman is going through that. Forget what your belief is or not. That woman is going through that. You know, you just have to support. I'm not. I'm not comparing. It's just. I don't. I think that. Uh, I think that bringing abortion into it. No, no, it no. Even, but I, no, no, it's, sorry, hear me out. I think that bringing abortion into it makes it even more difficult to understand because abortion has all of its own issues. Right. It has all of its own issues. Abortion is. And abortion is like the Pandora's box, right? If we go into that, or if we it, even talk about it, even in relation to this, it brings up a whole lot of other issues. No, I'm just trying... I'm, as, think, as, as, I'm just meaning as in support-wise. Like, so be think, there for them. And, you know, if I ever, just don't slag them off. That is what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't slag I them agree off. With, I, and I agree with you, don't slag them off. But I also think that there is... For those of us who are not going through it at the moment in any way, shape or form, there is a responsibility in a way that if someone comes to us full of despair to give them hope that this too will pass. That's that's something that we have to do, because if you just feed into their despair, that can lead to a whole number of other issues with these people that people will have. Mm. But if you say to them something as simple as, I know you're going through a really tough time right now. I just really hope for you that this passes so that you can either move on with your life or you can have the ability to let it go. Because then that gives them that little bit of hope to carry on. Whereas if you go to them with despair, full of despair, like the world is ending kind of thing, then, you know, we never know what that will lead to. So that's why I always approach situations with my friends, especially in a, with a sense of hope, mm. because it gives them something to look forward to in terms of the light at the end of the tunnel or in terms of the silver lining to that grey clown that's weighing heavily on them. And that's the only reason why I say it, really, because I know that when I've been in situations of complete darkness, like we're talking about in this episode... The people who've, <coughs> the people who've um, helped me to understand that it's okay for me to go through what I'm going through, but to know that that's not all I'll ever go through for the rest of my life. Yeah. Those are the people who I needed, mm. because they're the ones that showed me that it's okay to feel what I'm feeling, but to know that it will pass, and I know that it has passed. For me now, it has passed. Mm. Yes, there are times when I, you know, have my issue is with my mental health yeah. but that big overarching big dark cloud has passed in terms of the traumas that I went through mm. and that's 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 what I'm trying to say that's what I want her parents to know that's what I want her soul to know is that it will pass and mm. she's been through the worst of it now herself Sarah Everard has been through the worst of it now it was atrocious that that happened to her, but at least she can now rest. The worst thing that man could have probably done, whoever it was, whether it was this Wayne Cousins or not, the worst thing they, that, that they could have done was not, not to let her live, but to make her continue to go through that trauma. That would be the worst thing if they'd kept her locked in the basement and continued to torture her for however long. I don't know what happened to her, but I can mm. imagine it wasn't pleasant at all. That would be the one thing that I would never wish on someone. 
So the fact that, yes, she's died, it's a very, very sad thing. But I just hope that she's now at rest. Mm. And I hope that her parents get to a point where they can be at rest too. Um, yeah, this was a very heavy it was it was a heavy topic. but it was a necessary it was necessary yeah. thing and also think i think it was necessary selfishly it was necessary for us yeah because i think that just to get out also we i think that we understand each other where we stand better yeah like i'm not sitting here and saying that people are not allowed to be angry with the police 100% you know these are people with high authority but the message what i was trying to send across is instead of shouting abuse at each other work with each other but sometimes i know that isn't the yeah. case and i agree yeah, i agree with you on that yeah sometimes that isn't the case we live in a world now where everyone has to be right instead of listening everyone has to be right and that is always going to be yeah an ongoing issue regardless of what topic it is yeah it's always going to be the um ongoing topic but do you know what, guys? Uh, to the mums and dads out there, um, and, the, and the daughters, and the daughters. I, I, no, I was actually saying the mum and dads for a reason. I know you were saying it for to, a reason. To but... all the mums and dads out there who has kids, sons or daughters, yeah, hold them tight. Um, tell them that you love them, because I mean. The way I'm with Noah sometimes, it's it's like I'm I'm the woman. <laughs> no, I'm I'm very I I can be like a mummy bear as well. Like you know, I don't mean to, but I just think it's in my nature. But just hold them tight and just I understand why some parents struggle to leave let their children get out there. I really can. Yeah. And I'm don't want to be that parent, but yeah, it's just the thought of it. And um, just to also say, if there's been anything in this episode that has triggered you, obviously we apologise. If there's been anything in this episode that um, has rocked your mental state, um, we're going to put some links as well mm. in the bio um, for people that you can reach out to and talk to. Um, you know, we'll put a link to the Samaritans, to the Crisis Helpline, put some telephone numbers in there as well because it's not an easy ep episode to listen to and thank you for obviously going on this journey with us for this last yeah. hour um we just hope that it's provided some some help shed some light um and to some extent helped you to to work through it as well because maybe some of the things that we brought up were questions that you also had um regarding this uh, so we hope that it helped obviously please Feel free to give us feedback. Um, if you prefer for us to not do episodes like this in the future, obviously let us know and we can adapt it somehow um, mm. to make it a little less uh, we're emotionally not passionate. We're, listen, like I said before, we're not here to upset people. We're here no. to listen to different people's opinions, regardless if we think they're right or wrong. Like I said, there are going to be heated discussions, as would, as it was proved tonight. But... I just wish that everyone could come together and just help each other. Yeah. Instead of just trying to get the upper hand. Because sometimes that the the upper hand can come falling down. Yeah. And it's just it's just a mad old yeah. world. Anyway, we'll but leave yes. it we will leave it there, guys. Um because we think that <laughs> Go get a cup of tea or yeah. whatever your drink of choice. Um just sit, do something that 
helps you to mentally digest everything. And um, like what well, my, my therapist uh, used to say to me after really heavy sessions, um, she'd say, go and do what makes you happy. So mm. whether it's reading a book, listening to music, um, watching cleaning. TV, playing video games, cleaning as cleaning. Nick is about to go and do, um, do what makes but you happy because this has been a tough episode. We do, and also on yeah. behalf of... Um, me, Natalia, both sides of the family, and everyone and that we know, and, and, yeah, but, and, and Noah as well. Our love and thoughts and prayers do go out to Sarah's family. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't, I can't say that enough. Yeah, you know, um, and I wish they could listen to the show. Just you know, I, yeah, I, I just want to be able, I just want to be able to say you can talk to us. I know we best, don't know you. The best but, thing that we can do, Nick, really, is to just let them be with each other at yeah. this moment. In yeah, time. of course. That's the best thing that we can do because they're not going to want to listen to episodes. They're, not, they're probably not no, even watching yeah. the news at the moment, to be honest. And I don't because, blame them. No, neither do I. Yeah. Um, and I just think the best thing that we can do is let them be with each other and yeah, grieve the yeah. loss of their daughter, their granddaughter, their sister. Their, yeah. You know, let them grieve that loss. Yes. Right. We will see you next week, guys, next for week. hopefully a slightly less, less heavy episode. Lighter episode. Right. Have a good evening, guys. Good and night, don't guys. forget to take care of yourselves.